0: Hello and welcome to the Gillett and Brim's podcast. We are on episode 30. I cannot believe we've made it this far, but here we are. I'm Andrew Brim's and I'm here with Nat Gillett. Hello, Nat. Hi, hi. Fantastic to be with you again. We're going to tackle the subject today of transitions, of making changes. And we're going to read a verse to kind of fly as a banner over that. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. Look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Now, I want to tackle this topic because we all go through transitions pretty frequently, um, whether that's massive things um, like a move or a marriage or a baby. Just think through kind of my friends and that sort of thing. Mm. Most of them have got a major transition going on of one sort or another, and they play quite a key role in our walk with the Lords, And when better to talk about this than when we're in Littlehampton right now? Big it up, coming live from LA. <laughs> Indeed, because <laughs> uh, Nat's just moved there. So mate, why don't you? I know you said a little bit a couple of episodes ago, oh, but yes. how's, how's the move gone, and uh, where
1: are you up to in life? so we moved five weeks ago I think today it's it's gone it's gone pretty well I think really I think out of those five weeks I mean a couple of days where I felt a little bit lonely or down mainly been really really good um, finally got the office set up here which is where we're recording today um, yes yeah, so I think it takes a bit of time doesn't it to feel a bit settled in a new place even if you've lived there before I mean it's 15 years since we lived here and but that's what it is isn't it when things change and you, and you do something new it does, doesn't doesn't all happen straight away so um but yeah, it's been really positive, so cool. enjoying it here on the coast, enjoying the seaside. Shall we tell them about what you did earlier? <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. So Brim's has been staying here uh, this weekend, it's been quite cold, late October, and uh, walking along the beach, and uh, Brim's decided to uh, basically take off all his clothes, apart from his pants, and uh, go in the sea, and you had a great time, mate, didn't you? No regrets, no regrets. How cold was it?
0: It was pretty cold, it was, um, I was in for about 10 seconds and uh, it it started to feel like if I'm in here for much longer I might seize up, (laughs) and nobody up on the shore looks like they're going to come out and get me, so, but... You
1: only live once. <laughs> anyway, have you got anything spiritually helpful to say to anybody <laughs> about transitions? Transitions. Now, this is a good verse, Brims. What, what do you? What's your take on this verse? And what's your take on transitions? How do you want to spin it? Do you want us to talk about um, how you deal with transitions, or what to expect when things change? Or because it can be a bit of a, an unnerving, unsettling time when things change, whether absolutely, you've chosen it or whether it's been absolutely, unchosen. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my big thing about transitions is when things shift, it's always an opportunity to hold the hand of Jesus a little bit tighter. So in a time of transition, you've got a lot of confusion going on. There's a lot of things you don't know. Um, Your carefully crafted schedule has been chucked up in the air and there's loads of unknowns and there's lots of questions that you have. could be financial, accommodation, emotional, relationship all good questions which you could focus on. And I think the key is in the time of transition to make the question about how am I going to continue to pursue Jesus in this season to be the question that's answered, even when other big pressing questions remain unanswered. So you might be under financial Mm. pressure. They might be like, how am I actually going to pay for this thing? And all of our mental and emotional energy can go, can be directed towards trying to solve that, trying to get an answer to that question. And then if somebody or something kind of whispers in our ear, hey, what about this following Jesus thing? We can push that to one side and be like, that will take care of itself. I I need to get this money situation sorted. And for me, Mm -hmm. Matthew 6, seek first the kingdom of God, pushes us to, in a time of transition, the Jesus question the "How am I actually following Jesus in this season is the question that we answer even when everything else is up in the air so for example as as my friends mm. you 'd say to me, "How do I keep doing this Jesus thing um, in the time of a move and of course there 's grace, you know like a month spent moving and getting logistics sorted that's mm. that 's not wasted. Mm. But I just uh, I think it's a mistake in the time of transition to think my walk with Jesus will take care of itself. Sure. And I'll kind of land some point down the future with my other questions answered, and then I can pick this thing back up again. I really feel like discipleship. The key moments are when we're tempted to put it down. Mm. We
1: we double down. We press in even harder. Because. Temptation to put it down can be because of busyness, mm-hmm. because of different stresses maybe that are going yeah. on, because you're a bit confused about the situation you're facing yeah. now. And I think, I think there can be a temptation, I know I fall into this all the time, but there could be a temptation to sort of want your relationship with Jesus to always be the same yeah and if it isn't to feel like you're failing or if it isn't to sort of let go of it a little bit or to be confused by that but there is some wisdom in actually knowing that your relationship with Jesus does kind of grow and develop and change over time doesn't it and yeah. actually to think no I must feel the same thing I felt when I was 16 Mm-hmm. Isn't isn't actually the way to go about it? Is it these transitions? You're going to have to discover new things about God or yeah. learn new things. Or, I mean, for me, just sort of to give an example, was um, finding God in silence and those sorts of things. When I felt a particular way, I just felt like. The way I had always prayed in the past wasn't really working. I just couldn't get a grip of it. And I learned how to encounter God in, in silence. And that, that was helpful for that season and developed my relationship with God in a different way. So what am I saying? I guess I'm sort of asking, saying leading into the fact that in, in transitions, your maybe relationship with God does develop in new areas. Yeah. And I think
0: it's kind of keeping the two levels um, in my mind, I suppose. I think of it as the clouds and the dirt. It's like... Cla- at the cloud level big thinking you still want to hold on to hey what's my life actually about well, uh, it's not actually moving to Littlehampton or mm-hmm. starting a new job or these things mm-hmm. and that's part of your life it's not. Yeah, b- but my life is I'm following Jesus Yeah, I'm going for the kingdom of God I'm a child of God um, they're the big things and, and in a time of transition to kind of keep the clouds over you like hey, this is who I am, Mm. this is what I'm walking in. And then also at at the dirt level, at the nitty-gritty, so like for you, um, in the time of transition, okay, silence is important. So even though I don't have my home office set up yet, Mm. even though I look at the week ahead and I think, oh, I'm not sure about this, that and the other, I'm going to take time at some point to have silence before the Lord. Sure. Because I'm going to lean into it. I think the other kind of you are talking about temptations like pressures and stuff like that. Mm. It seems so impractical to give ourselves to the Lord at times of transition. It seems like not the best use of time. And I think those times are absolutely the times to press in, you know, Mm. times of pressure, you know, enemy army advancing against you. It's a ridiculous time to sing to God, yeah. But that's when the people of God have been at their best, <laughs> sure, <it's laughs> through nice. the scriptures or in the Old Testament. And it's when the you know when the Lord wins wins the victory. It's ridiculous when you've got two young kids and boxes of stuff everywhere, yeah, to continue to feed on the scriptures.
1: But it isn't. Yeah, very easy for for God to get squeezed out, isn't yeah. it? And then, um, you were saying about the clouds. Yeah, the main thing is what's what. Um, let's paraphrase it. What what's God want me to do? I want to keep Jesus first place in my life. I want to seek first the kingdom of yeah. God. Whatever it is that we're saying, sort of sums that up. Now, for some people, that might sound a little bit sort of keen. <laughs> yeah, because why? I mean, you know, yes, I believe in God. Yes, I'm a follower. I'm a Christian. I, yeah, I mean, you know, Jesus is in my life. But I mean, come on, give me a break. I just, yeah. I just got a new job, and yeah. I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm just sort of want to do, what I want to do, want to go on holiday and yeah. do some nice things. Like that's fine. But like, this idea you've got to keep Jesus first place in your life. I, I guess this is coming out of. I think I've had a few conversations with people who are Christians recently, and it just seems like that they're not really asking that question anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I've not asked them the question because I didn't want to come across as judgmental. Yeah. And I, and I just thought about it. I thought, it's quite a radical thing, actually, to say that Jesus is first place in my yeah, life. absolutely. It's not the sort of thing that we sort of just fall back on as a default position. It does yeah. have to be something you have to choose to keep doing, doesn't it? Absolutely. But, I mean, is, is it just radical and extreme? Yeah. Or, well, I mean, why should I do that? Why should I put Jesus first place in my life? Like... Yeah because that's the only way to find real life and happiness and contentment in the end or because God because Jesus has been raised from there because it's true or like how do, how do you rescue this from being some sort of extreme religious view to actually being something people want to do <laughs> or maybe it isn't
0: I think it's both I mean the kingdom of God is like treasure hidden in a field which when a man fa- finds it he sells everything that he has so that he can go and buy his field yeah it's an extreme religious thing and it's something people want to do yeah <laughs> And I saw a quote on Twitter, I think, from Mike Pudovacci, and it was something along the lines of, superficial Christianity is the most boring thing going. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. It's like, let's do this or let's not do it. You Pangle, know, yeah. Let's serve the Lord or don't serve the Lord, but this kind of, hey, church going as a sideline... Doesn't really kind make of a, a Wishy-washy yeah. flag over my life. Sometimes life and life in the West allows you to do that. Mm. It's quite a unique position historically, maybe, um, to be able to do that. And I, I don't, I don't see joy in that. No. Whereas I see people who are taking the extreme. Jesus is what I'm living for. They're going through horrendous circumstances, and they are joyful. Mm. And it's mind-blowing mm. to watch that happening, that they are finding joy in Jesus, bang in the middle of suffering, which a kind of wishy-washy, superficial faith wouldn't sustain. Mm. And neither would... Like, if, if there was no faith, if there was no Jesus in that equation, it'd just be awful. Mm. Because our culture doesn't really have an answer to suffering. No. But But they're walking it, and they... Of seeing it happen and, and maybe to kind of round it back that's that's what this this verse is touching on make the best use of time because the days are
1: evil your life will get sucked away from you mm. so quickly because if you're always waiting for the perfect situation before you take jesus seriously yeah. or before you whatever pray yeah. a bit more yeah in right? the days are evil you're never yeah. gonna get that are you yeah. Never it's never a good time up. to have children, is it? No, sure. You've never got enough money,
0: you've never got enough. No. But there's life for us <laughs> in, you know? Yeah. And there's never enough time for discipleship. There's never enough time to put Jesus first. But this is life. This is what we've got right now, this day, your situation, what we're in. Because unless you do it, we're doing it now, or we're
1: never doing it. In whatever it is. Yeah, you'll never do it. Therefore, don't be foolish,
0: but understand what the will of the Lord is. What is the will of the Lord? stick first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right bang in the middle of our circumstances right here. Not next week's circumstances, when the home office is a bit more set up Mm. and a few more boxes are unpacked. Not a year's time, um, when I think my children are going to be slightly more manageable Not five years' time when I've hit a financial target that I feel is going to take pressure off me. Bang today, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. And all, all we've got is today. Tomorrow has enough worries
1: of its own. All we've got is the moment right now. Not to keep going on because I think we should finish. But do you think sometimes it takes a bit of thought and work? to work out how you're going to engage with God yeah. in this particular scenario, if it's a different one to what you faced before. yeah, And I can imagine that some people just, it's quite hard work to do that sometimes. So you put this thought in to spend just a bit of time or reading or whatever it is. I think, how am I going to grow like, for example having children yeah it just totally changes your life doesn't yeah, it, yeah. it just makes you permanently tired yeah for one thing how now am I because get... I always used to engage with God when I'm feeling good and I go for a walk and I had a couple of hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah now I've got like five minutes yeah I'm Someone's exhausted that how... takes a bit of thought to think yeah. how am I going to still engage with God and it's just yeah. in that new context yeah. So I guess we're just encouraging people to put that time in and thought and not just assume it's going to be like it always was. Absolutely. For some thought and time, ask wisdom from other people. Yeah, I'd say like the two things in the time of
0: transition are how am I actually going to engage with the Lord? You know, at what point in the day am I going to open the scripture and, you know, at least chew on a verse, even if that's what I get to do? How, how am I going to engage with the Lord and how am I going to engage with his people? How am I going to have fun healing friendships with Jesus' people at mm. this time? And I think those are kind of the key too in every time of transition, how am I going to engage with the Lord and how am I going to engage with his people? Try and answer those
1: as quickly as possible in a practical way. In this context. In this context. You yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, I think I think there's more stuff in my head, at least, to talk about on those subjects. They'll probably come into a future podcast, possibly. So, um, anyway, we'll leave it there. Yeah, a question for you to think about.
0: How, in this season, am I practically engaging with God on a day-by-day basis? And how am I engaging with his people? Okay. See you next week.